0: Say you don't tug on Superman's cape, You don't speed
1: into the wind. You don't pull a mask off at all Lone Ranger, and you don't mess around with Jim. I don't do that. Do, 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 do. No, you don't mess around with Jim. Jim Shaw here. Glad to be filling in for Tyler Axness for the next three hours right here on Afternoons Live on the Mighty 790. Tyler, as many of you know, is on his way back from Frisco, not probably with the big smile on his face he anticipated, but always fun to go there. I am with producer extraordinaire Eric Johnson. Eric, how you doing?
2: Doing well, Jim. Happy to have you back so
1: soon. This was a quick turnaround. Yeah, I was here two weeks ago. Usually it's like maybe once a month, once every other month, but Tyler called and said he needs somebody for his trip back to Frisco, so... Glad to do it. I want to tell you what's coming up on the big show today. During the 3 o'clock hour, we're going to talk about a controversial bill that is designed to make things a whole lot harder for the transgender community in North Dakota. Uh, during the 4 o'clock hour, we're hoping to connect with State Representative Austin Shower of West Fargo. Also, I am hoping at that time to talk about something I've been writing a little bit about, which is... Problems, not just in Fargo, but local school districts in general with so many teachers resigning and they're resigning because of bad behavior from students and they just are fed up. But first, let's get to the topic of the moment. The Fargo City Commission passed by a four to one vote a new ordinance regarding so-called adult establishments the ordinance would very much affect stores such as Enchantices in Fargo. Joining us now is Kim Patterson, the owner of Enchantices. Kim, welcome.
2: Hi, thanks for having me.
1: Well, thanks so much for being here. First off, Kim, how would you describe your stores and what do you sell?
2: We have always described ourselves as a lingerie store. We do have some adult products, but the over half of the store is all ages. We have lingerie, shoes, hosiery, jewelry, you name it.
1: And you also have, if I'm using the right term, sex educators and sex coaches on staff. What,
2: what do they do? We have always felt that sex education was extremely important. Basically, our staff is extensively trained. We have, um, like you said, sex coaches and basically any hard question things that you you are uncomfortable talking to your doctor with. Our staff can answer that. So is this about safe
1: sex, about trying to avoid an unwanted pregnancy, those kind of things?
2: We do a lot of um, talk about safe sex. We don't go into like contraceptives and stuff because we're not medical. Okay. Um, But we do, you know, we we can talk someone through some of that. Gotcha. How long have you been in business in Fargo? It'll be 20 years of March. Have you had any
1: problems in those 20 years? Never. Which leads me to the whole point of bringing you in here. Here you are, 20 years, no problems. Now the Fargo City Commission has passed an ordinance that labels your store as, quote, adult establishments, end of quote. You're upset by that. What is the problem? with the city commission calling you an adult establishment?
2: There is so many problems with it. Um, being labeled an adult establishment, we could lose our credit card processing. Our insurance could drop us. They could raise our rates. Um, th- I mean, it, the list goes, our bank accounts could be you know, closed. The list goes on and on.
1: Why should you not be called an adult establishment?
2: We've been here for 20 years and we were considered a regular retail store. We are not like the adult establishments in town. Um we have a large area that you don't have to be 18 plus. We we're just different. We don't fit into any of the categories in the new zoning.
1: Mhm. I mean right. I mean clearly you're not an adult bookstore for example or a or a strip club or something, you know, a little more provocative. But um, interesting. So here we are. uh, To me, and I'm assuming you have the same perspective, it sounds like the city commission is trying to fix something that is not broken. Would you agree with that?
2: I would agree with that.
1: Are there other businesses in Fargo that sell similar items that you sell that are not being labeled as adult establishments?
2: Yes, there's quite a few. Can you name them, tell us what these other stores are, and what do they sell? Sure. Um, Spencer's has a large toy selection that is not 18 plus. It's right there in the open where kids can walk in and see it. Um, All the, like, CVS walgreens walmart target they all have an adult area
1: so would you say that the city commission is being inconsistent in who it's deciding to label as an adult establishment
2: and who it is not they have exemptions in the new zoning for everyone basically except for us so
1: but the 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 point is some businesses that sell the exact same things that you do They're not an adult establishment, but you are, correct. um, Which sounds a little inconsistent to me. Yes. So, beyond that, the city in in passing this ordinance is saying that businesses like yours have adverse secondary effects, and I and I'm going to ask you one by one because these are some of the things that the city is saying. So, it they say that your business, for example. Causes uh, or leads to personal and property crimes. Is the truth to that?
2: We have shoplifters, but that's about it.
1: Okay, but every place has shoplifters. It's not like only your place would have them. All right, they also are saying that you, uh, your business, could lead or does lead to illicit sexual activity.
2: No, there's no way. And how how can you be so sure? When someone comes in, there's something in there about trafficking too. And there has been a couple times where someone came in that we thought, is this person being trafficked? And we'll call the police. We don't we don't condone that. Yes. We tried we tried to pull them off to the side and to talk to them. We tried to help them. We're not going to be helping someone do that. Okay.
1: A couple other items that the city says businesses like yours uh, can lead to public indecency and lewdness. Any, any of
2: that happening? No. If someone were to do something like that, we wouldn't put up with it. Good. And one more,
1: uh, illicit drug use. And Are you promoting uh, illicit drug use? No. So what is your reaction to all of these things that you are being labeled as?
2: Well, part of it is the studies that they're basing that on are from large cities. How can you compare Fargo to uh, Seattle, to Chicago? We're not the same. And I'm assuming in in
1: those cities, obviously much larger and much more uh, of those kind of issues, but they might not be comparing the same kind of store to the same kind of store.
2: Well, that's true too. I mean, they're comparing adult bookstores. And- which you are not. Correct. Well, according to the city I am the ordinance went in effect on the 4th.
1: Okay. And, and do you do you sell you do sell DVDs, correct? We do have
2: some DVDs, yes. And,
1: and those are x-rated yes. DVDs? Okay. Um I want to get to what you're doing about it, which is you have started a petition drive to basically stop this ordinance from going into effect. We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more right after this short break.
0: This is Afternoons Live with Tyler Axness on the mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO.
1: Well, I never On. No, actually, that's the name of the group. Love the Guess Who. Love having you all with us here today on Afternoons Live. Jim Shaw, your guest host until 5 p.m. Tyler Axness making his way back from Frisco. Our phone numbers and the lines are wide open, so feel free to call in. They are 237-5948 or 1-800-880-5346. Or you can text us at 352-346. Seven zero. Our guest in studio is Kim Patterson. She is the owner of Enchantices in Fargo and they are dealing with a situation where the Fargo city commission has passed a new ordinance that makes things a lot tougher for them, calls them an adult establishment. And uh, we're going to talk about your petition drive in a minute, but first I want to read a couple of text messages that have come in. Uh, one says uh, Fargo's businesses, if you don't like the store, don't go in it. That's my sentiment exactly. Leave them alone. Let them do their thing. Here's another one. Uh, Jim Shaw, sex is a biological urge. I don't know why Fargo leaders make it so dirty in their heads. People have a right to access these businesses wherever they exist. Again, I'm, I'm with you 100%. So thank you so much for writing in your comments. And once again, feel free to keep those comments coming either via text or phone call. At any rate, Kim, um, you're upset about this ordinance and you're doing something about it. And what you are doing is you have started a petition drive. What is the point of the petition drive?
2: What the petition will do, will have the city recall the new zoning and it'll bring it to a vote. So the public can weigh in on it.
1: So if you get enough signatures, it will put this ordinance on hold. And then, the, as I understand it, the city commission has two choices. They can either change their minds, probably not going to happen, or it must go to a vote of the people. Correct. Do, do we have any idea when that vote needs to be scheduled if you get the signatures?
2: I'm not sure about that because there's not a vote until next year. So I don't know if it would have to be then or if they'd have to do a special election. The city has a third option. I think they can tweak it.
1: Okay. How many signatures do you need and when do
2: you need them by? We need 2,270. So we're shooting for 2,500 so that we have some extra in case there are some that are thrown out. And we have 10 days from the time that the ordinance went into effect but that falls on the weekend, and then um, there's a holiday in there, so next Tuesday.
1: That's still, that's that's an awfully short time period to try to get that many signatures. It's got to be pretty challenging.
2: It's a little bit more challenging than I think if it was in the summer we could do outdoor events. It's cold out there. Who wants to stand outside? Yeah.
1: Where and how can people sign your petition?
2: The easiest way is to go to one of our stores. We have a store in 25th Street and 45th Street, and you can sign a petition there during business hours.
1: And they're pretty readily available. And I understand, I just heard this, that Romantics, which has a, a fight of its own about trying to move to a different location, you can sign the petition there as well?
2: Yes, they reached out, and they are supporting our petition. I wouldn't say we're working together, but we're working towards a common goal, and you can sign the petition there, too.
1: Very good. Obviously, I, I'm assuming you'd be optimistic or you wouldn't be putting on all this legwork. But if there is an election on this issue, how do you think
2: the vote would turn out? The public supports us. I'm having hardly anyone say that they feel that the ordinance is valid and it should stand. Even even people who are like, I, I'm not saying I support your business, but I'm going to sign it.
1: So, what do you think prompted this ordinance? I mean, where where did where did this come from? You've had no problems. Nobody's complaining. I I I'm I don't get it.
2: Do you want my opinion or what the city of Fargo is saying?
1: All right, let's start with what the city of Fargo is saying, and then let's go to your opinion.
2: Okay. So, the city of Fargo is saying that because of the lawsuit that Romantics brought, it got brought to their attention that their code has not been updated in I don't even know how many years. It was like. 95 or something last time it was updated. My opinion is it has to do with the lawsuit that they're trying to get it in place before that lawsuit goes through court.
1: And why would it be necessary to have this in place before the lawsuit goes to court? Isn't aren't, they're not quite the same issue. I mean, one, one, one store is just trying to move. Another issue defines what these stores are.
2: I, I, I'm not a lawyer, right? but I think if Romantics wins their lawsuit, if this is already in place, then the spot that they want would not qualify.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So the ordinance has already gone into effect. Is that correct?
2: Yes, on the 4th. Has that changed
1: anything from your standpoint?
2: We are unsure of what we are required to do. Our attorney has a letter into the lawyer, a city attorney, asking what we need to do to comply.
1: As of now, we haven't changed anything, anything, but you're you're looking into it. All right, here's the $64,000 question. So the city is doing all this. What's the big picture? Why is this such a big deal? That the city of Fargo has decided to tell your business that you're now an adult establishment and you have to be restricted in certain ways.
2: I don't know. I am not sure what where it's coming from. We had no issue. If we would have had an issue, I wish they would have, you know, talked to us.
1: But the issue from your standpoint is just the freedom to run your business as you see fit. Yes, and that's an important issue. We have to take a news break right now. Our guest is Kim Patterson, owner of Enchantices, and we will talk to her more about this very interesting subject right after this news break. There is superstition.
0: Let us talk This is Afternoons Live with Tyler Axness on the mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO.
1: The Fab Four, bringing us back to Afternoons Live. Jim Shaw, Fargo Forum columnist, longtime broadcast journalist in Fargo-Moorhead. Glad to be here as your guest host until 5 p.m. Tyler Axness will be back tomorrow. He is en route back from Frisco. Eric Johnson, though, is still here. He's the guy who makes this show work as your producer. Our phone numbers are... 237-5948 237-5948 or 1-800-880-5346. You can text us at 35270. Phone lines are wide open, so if you have a comment or question about this issue, feel free to let it be known. Our guest is Kim Patterson, the owner of Enchantices in Fargo, and they have been rezoned as an adult establishment by the Fargo City Commission, this is not good news for this store. It causes all sorts of problems, and we're going to talk about that more with Kim in a second. But first, I want to read uh, some of these text messages that are coming in. They're all supporting of Seas. Here's another one. Uh, Don't these council members remember all the brothels and hotels of ill repute from days gone by in Fargo? Are they upset because the this... Other businesses will, now I'm trying to follow, will damage the look of historic Broadway. Grand Forks has one store next to historic Woodman's Candy. Uh, here's another one. Is it interesting that the biggest owners of property Fargo downtown are joining together in their opposition to Romantics downtown to squeeze out the small-time owner of... Of property that is trying to fill their space, and now the city has joined the opposition. And uh, here's another one. That just came in. It seems the commission doesn't want this nasty—that's in quotes—this nasty store on their precious Barfield Broadway. I think we're talking more about romantics on that one, but it's it's the same thought process here. So, anyway, Kim, you, you have a lot of support. Uh, can you explain? To us, You've already established that there are other stores in Fargo, such as Spencer's or CVS, that sell similar products to you, yet they, under this ordinance, are not being labeled as adult establishments. So why is it that you would be an adult establishment, but they would not be?
2: Well, Spencer's, for example, if they were located anywhere else in Fargo, they would be an adult establishment because they have over the limit of what the city, um, they have a limit in the new zoning over a hundred devices and Spencer's has close to 2000. So they have, there's a loophole in the zoning that says if you're located in a regional shopping mall with enclosed walkways, this ordinance does not affect you.
1: So they're in West acres. So that's why they're not affected. Right. So if you moved or had a store, in West Acres, you wouldn't be affected. But having a store on a major street in Fargo, you are affected.
2: Being in the strip mall, you are affected, yes.
1: And I've got to tell you, I don't understand the logic on that. Either the store is an adult establishment or it isn't. It shouldn't have anything to do with where it is located. Although I, I would go further to say that I don't think... You or Spencer's or CVS should be labeled as an adult establishment. But explain then CVS, why are they not an adult establishment? They're not in a mall.
2: So all the big box stores got an exemption because they have a pharmacist on staff filling prescriptions. I'm assuming they assume that the city of uh, Fargo assumes that a pharmacist can answer questions.
1: Let's go over this again. Because you have a pharmacist uh, on the premises, therefore you're exempt from the ordinance. Yes. So if you had a pharmacist working in your store, you you would be fine. It wouldn't make any sense to have a pharmacist in your store because you don't fill prescriptions.
2: Right. Yes. But we could technically, I suppose, do that.
1: Okay. Interesting. Let's go to the phone lines. John, thanks so much for calling in. You're on the air with Jim Shaw and Kim Patterson. Go ahead, John.
0: Hey Jim. Well I actually remember that the city of Winona uh several years ago went through a similar thing and basically well, basically the city of Fargo, if they fight this, they're gonna lose. Um it's it's almost exactly like the Winona issue. Winona lost it, but the city council members, you know, you know, were willing to, you know, sort of die on the hill of it, so just to say that they did it. So I mean, it's you know, uh, your your guess your guess is 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 is, is like north of ninety percent to win if this would go to court. So I mean, it's yeah, but you know, it's just it's a it's a hill they want to die on. So
1: can you just elaborate on Winona? I don't remember that. Was is that was that well, pretty was similar pretty to what's exact, happening here in Fargo? Uh, pretty much
0: a. Adult product store wanted to uh, locate into the downtown, and then what happened? And and they tried, they tried to legislate it out of existence um, after the fact, kind of.
1: And the, and they lost. Okay,
0: they lost, and and Fargo's going to lose. <laughs> I mean, they're they're going to because they're not treating businesses the same way. I mean, that's, that, I mean, that's painfully obvious, but it's pro- like I said, it's probably a hill that the, some of the city commissioners want to die on. So and just uh, to say that they did.
1: Right. Do you live in Fargo, John? Yeah. All right. So if this goes to a vote, you would vote in favor of the stores and against the I would the vote in
0: favor of the store purely because the store is not being treated the same as any other business that sells legal products.
2: I agree. Kim, you have anything to add to John? I just want to thank you for the support. We appreciate hearing that. John, thanks so much for calling in.
1: Um here's it. I want we're getting some more texts up, so I'm trying to keep up with them. Here's one. Uh I wonder if the city commission complains when accepting enchantis' taxes. Good point. Um so, it sounds like the city is scared of Spencer's and the big box store's lawyers, so give them loopholes. Uh, can I say this next word on the air, uh, Eric, after it says loopholes? I think I can. Yes, okay. I believe that, that okay. would be okay. okay. Okay, The the word it sucks to be a little guy in Fargo.
2: I completely agree. Spencer's has over 600 stores. They don't want th- to fight them.
1: Mm-hmm. Now as this caller mentioned those legal so if the petition doesn't either if you don't get enough signatures or you don't win with the reversal have you considered taking legal action against the city for this arguing that it you're they're labeling you something that you're not
2: yes if if for some reason we don't get enough signatures yes we will file a lawsuit we'll fight this we're not going to just stand back and let them do this.
1: So that's plan B. Plan B. Okay. Uh, plan A seems to be the more pragmatic one and, and obviously the quicker one. You can go right to the people rather, because who knows how, how courts are going to go. I, I get that. Um, so can you talk about the permanent damage that this will cause you and your stores if this ordinance stays in effect?
2: It's, it's hard to, to pick one thing because you don't know what's going to happen. The, you know, our banks could close our accounts. We could lose our credit card processing. Um, we're basically stuck in our locations. If we ever wanted to move, we can't move anywhere in Fargo. We'd have to go outside of the city limits.
1: Why? Why could you not move to someplace else in Fargo?
2: Because with, if once we're an adult establishment, you can't go just anywhere. You can't, I couldn't move down the street. I'd have to be in certain areas and most of it's industrial.
1: Wow. All right. So you really are uh, stuck, if you right. will. Yep. Um, I, w- I want to read you um, a, uh, a text message that came in. Uh, I'm a pharmacist and I have no idea how the city believes that this loophole is covered by having a pharmacist on the premises. Nowhere in the laws set by the North Dakota Board of Pharmacy covers this. The city is
2: wrong. Okay, so let's talk about pharmacists a little bit. And I'm I'm sure they all wanted to help as many people as they can, but they do not have the training my staff does. When someone's in medical school, they get between three and seven hours of sex ed. My staff has more than that the first week. They cannot answer the questions that consumers have on these products And pharmacists don't have the time. There's a line standing there, you know, waiting to have, you know, their counseling and medication explained. They don't have time to run down the aisle and explain what type of lubricant to use. So the bottom line is,
1: you know, listen to your people. This is really not in the realm of your average pharmacist. Um, Eric, got a a quick logistical question here. Uh, We have a call I want to get to. Should we take a break or go to the call? Go to the call. Okay. Kate, thanks so much for calling in. We appreciate it very much. You're on the air with Jim Shaw and Kim Patterson. Go ahead, Kate.
0: Well, Spencer's is in
1: West Acres,
0: and children can walk into that store. She's on private locations that are a lot harder for children to walk into. Second, if they care so much about children being exposed to the evil ways, um, how much is this lawsuit going to cost us the people because these guys have this vanity thing going on where they're going to be the moral police? How much is it going to cost the city of Fargo? And that's all I got to say is, if they're selling legal products, they're selling legal products. Stay the, out of their
1: business. Th- thank you, okay? Kate. Thank you, Kate. I know Kim appreciates that. All right, so she brought up two points, the fact that that uh, kids are probably more likely to go into Spencer's at the mall and then the, the legal cost. So let's talk about the Spencer's issue. Is she, is she right about that? That uh, Yes. They're more likely to go to that store than your store. A kid would have to go out of their way to go to your store.
2: We don't just have kids walk into our store unless they're with their parents. Uh And then their parents know that the kid stays in the front part of the store. We don't allow the parent to leave the kid by themselves in the front part of the store. Someone has to be with that child. Spencer's, how many people drop their kids off to hang out at the mall and them kids are by themselves? Our product is in the back room where the kids can't see it. Spencer's, it's not the same.
1: And as far as the cost to the public, there, there could be a cost to the lawsuit. And of course the, there could there would be a cost for an election. So this will cost taxpayers some money one way or the other.
2: Well, it already has. Um, the attorney that the city of Firo hired to write this zoning is from Tennessee. And that's a whole nother, a whole nother and, subject.
1: And didn't it come out that he has all sorts of biases against?
2: He the- has a long history of being anti-gay rights.
1: Well, that's a whole other issue, and it we'll, is. we'll talk about that in a minute. We are late for our weather break, so Eric, tell us what the weather's looking like. When the sun-
0: Back to Afternoons Live on the Mighty 790 and 104.7, 104.7, KFGO. <laughs>
1: Two on the Mighty 790. Jim Shaw, your guest host till 5 p.m. right here on Afternoons Live. Tyler asks us back tomorrow. Our phone number is 237-5948 or 1-800-880-5346. You can text us at 35270. Our guest for the remaining five minutes or so of this segment, Kim Patterson, owner of Enchantecy's at odds with the city about an ordinance they've put in that has defined them as an adult establishment, and she has started a petition drive to get either the city commission to change its mind or to put this on the ballot in North Dakota. I'm sorry, in the city of Fargo. Uh, Once again, Kim, please tell everybody how they can sign this petition.
2: We have petitions at both of our stores, at 25th Street and 45th Street. You have to be a city resident of Fargo, 18 years old, and lived in Fargo for 30 days to sign.
1: Can you give the exact addresses of those stores?
2: 2512 7th Avenue South and 2551 45th Street South.
1: And what are the hours of your store and what days are you open?
2: We're open... Sunday, twelve to eight. Monday through um, Thursday, ten to ten. Friday and Saturday, ten to eleven.
1: Well, you're open a lot of hours. We are. Wow. And you and you have no trouble staffing it because there's such a labor shortage around town.
2: Staffing gets tricky sometimes.
1: Wow. Um, here's one uh, that just came in, uh, Jim. Through all of the airtime on KFJO that's been devoted to this topic, I don't remember even one caller or texter backing the city on this. They are absolutely going rogue with this fight without regard for what the taxpayers actually want. And I agree with this last texter. So you have a chance, if you live in the city of Fargo, to be proactive. You can sign this petition, get this on the ballot, and then you can vote and you can overthrow what I consider to be an unjust and unfair ordinance against a law-abiding business that has caused no problems for the city, that is just doing its job, and as one texter mentioned before, and I agree with, if you don't like it, don't go in there. But just leave them alone because they're, they're causing no problem. Kim, I have a question. You know, here it is, like you said. You've been in business 20 years. This has never come up before. How did this issue come up now? I'm not quite sure I get it.
2: It it all comes back to the city and the lawsuit with Romantics. It's it has nothing to. We're collateral damage. I really don't think the city even knew it was going to affect us.
1: So, once they looked at what what's happening to Romantics, they thought, "Hey, well let's 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 look at it uh, in and and broaden this thing."
2: Well, i I think if we would have just kept our mouth shut, maybe we could have slid under the radar, but. I know what the law is, and if I'm not in compliant, I'm not going to do it. Um,
1: good question. Uh, here's one more, and I know time is running short. Can you sign the petition if you're in West Fargo? And the answer is no, you have to be a Fargo resident. But here's here's another thing here, uh, because I'm assuming they don't have it. This, this person writes in, uh, if this doesn't work out for you, why don't you just move to West Fargo?
2: Well, we have a lot of time and money invested in our locations. Um, I would hope we don't have to do something like that.
1: Or would you consider moving to Morgan? You know, another. That would. I mean, these are last case right. scenarios. These are worst cases. I understand. You don't want to do that. Right. You're, you're, you're. These locations are working for you. You're established. It's a pain in the butt to have to do all that.
2: Yeah. Maybe that's plan D or something like that. Right.
1: Right. Right, so hopefully you don't get to that point. So what is your closing thought? What is your closing message to our listeners about this issue? Why the city should leave you alone? And why should this ordinance be changed?
2: Well, they should leave us alone because they left everyone else alone. <laughs> I mean, it's romantics in us that are getting singled out. Um, romantics had a grandfather clause in from the last time they updated the ordinance. So basically we're the only one that's really having any effect and none of this is about us. So that's why I think we should be left alone. The city, um, passed this. They did not, there was no input from the public. It was not, it was boom. Exactly. They didn't even read the, the ordinance. They voted twice to not to read it.
1: Not exactly a a proud moment for the the city commission on this one. So uh, I'm with you 100%. Uh, I hope this ordinance goes away. I hope that people sign this petition, and one way or another, it changes. So, Kim Patterson, good luck. Keep fighting the good fight. I think you have uh, a lot of good issues on your side, and I wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back to talk about transgender legislation in North Dakota right after this break.